Yeah, yeah. Uh. Underrated, underrated, we the underdogs, underestimated. Yeah. Underrated, underrated, we the underdogs, underestimated. We the one. We the one. Yeah, out of the darkness, I rose up. Golden my soul, it's a gold rush. Yeah, yeah. Digital Gumbo after party number 10. 10 of these, y'all. Can y'all believe it? Fwing, fwing, fwing. After the party, it's the after party. Unsolicited. Oh, I'm, I'm back, man. baby. Woo-hoo. That's what's Look at up. You. That's what's okay. up. Must be that drink. Yep. <laughs> That's what's up. The Digital Gumbo uh, podcast contains language that some may find offensive. Listener discretion is advised. T. Patty, I wanted to ask you this question and kick this off with you. Corporate America, are they fake as fuck now? Yes. Uh, June, what, uh, you know, specific question. <laughs> May, May 31st, all these corporate logos on social media, and there a rainbow to be found. Now, this month, they like rainbows all over the place, trying to, um, in some ways, genuinely, but most ways, just changing the color on their avatars with um, rainbows to celebrate um, Pride Month. It's the same thing that they do uh, for Black History Month in terms of putting the red, black, and green and blackouts for um, Black History Month in February. So what's your thoughts on these corporations just changing their logo and thinking that that's doing something? Yeah, I know how I feel about performative bullshit. We just talked about it in the main pod. That is the equivalent of passing a bill to uh, make Juneteenth a federal holiday. Who gives a fuck? Like, instead, okay, post your little uh, rainbows for pride or whatever the fuck. But what are you going to do for those communities year round? You know, I learned a term today called rainbow washing. I said, oh, okay. Uh It's the same kind. It's the same thing. So you throw up some little fuck ass statement. You throw some rainbows on your logo and then it's, fuck that community until the next time pride month rolls around like ain't nobody here for none of that bullshit and more and more people are calling companies out on it like don't do anything at all if all you got for me is some show and tell gotcha got rainbow wash i never knew that. that's very educational and i appreciate that i'm gonna have to learn a little bit more yeah, about i learned that. something new t petty with that one that's yeah good. i learned it today Drees rainbow washing the same way I guess that they do black washing for um for uh for Black History Month rainbow washing during Pride Month. Yeah, and then you know the the thing about too um you know all these companies right they committed um you know millions and millions of dollars right to um you know, racial equity and they committed um that they would do these activities right to push forward racial equity. And now that we're going back, looking at it, like, you know, one year later, like, have they kept those promises? And it's a resounding no, no. they have not. They, they never intended absolute. to. And yeah, and it looks like they never intended to. So yes, yeah, so like, you best believe it's black washing, rainbow washing, everything else washing, you know? Uh, so yeah, it's, it's, it's hard to believe companies these days. I think they're, they're just saying it because it looks good for their image and they 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 feel like they have to say it you know to kind of you know make sure their customer base or the folks that they're serving still continue to buy from them 
But yeah, it's, it's, it's a real issue. Absolutely. We genuinely want to say happy Pride Month to our LGBTQ plus community members and listeners. But if you're a member of a corporation, <coughs> excuse me, get all choked up about it. If you're a member of a corporation, and this is nothing more than your marketing editorial calendar and your actions are not, uh, if they are disingenuous, then we know we got to push this to the side and, you know, um, let uh, folks uh, in the community and their supporters just deal with you in, in whatever way they need to. Uh, we got enough uh, uh, fuck shit out here already. Uh, and to throw that uh, disingenuousness into the, the mix, uh, we just definitely can't have that this or any other month of the year. And that's all I'm going to say on that. That's um, that. that. That's that. Drees, this man, Jonah, he's a lobster fisherman in Massachusetts, oh, wow. said he got swallowed by a whale, chewed up, <laughs> which I saw no evidence of that. And he said that the whale spat him out. Jonah from Massachusetts, the floor is yours. Are well, you lying? Is that his name for real? No, that ain't his name. It can't be his name. It's not his name, but I'm calling him. <laughs> Y'all know I don't call people by their right name when they're in the sports. <laughs> yeah, I'll make up yeah, a name for it. His name is Jonah. He did report being actually swallowed by a whale. Not swallowed, but I guess gone, being captured in the whale's mouth. And he tells this story. He's He was diving for lobster. Then all of a sudden, it went black. Everything around him just went black. But he felt like he was still moving. And then he felt like he was being crushed. And the thought hit him that, hey, I'm in a whale's mouth. And this is it. This is going to be the end. And just as he thought that for about 30 seconds, he said the whale came up out the water, uh, kind of opened his mouth and shook his head, and he flew out. He flew out the whale's mouth. Now, I, I know this <laughs> sounds like a, 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 an amazing story. And I was saying, like, well, it's it's been two reported instances that I know. One was Jonah from the Bible. And the other one was this guy named Pinocchio. But Pinocchio was known to lie, so <laughs> who knows if you can verify either one of those accounts. But now, obviously, you have a third account by whatever this guy's name is. <laughs> T. Petty's name is Michael Packard, also known as Jonah. Um, do you buy this story? Uh, uh, no. <laughs> I do not buy this story. But I mean, it's 2021. Any damn thing can happen. But that sounds real suspect to me. Mm. I mean, was he running for something God told him to do and he ended up in the belly of a whale? Ooh, preach, Steve. That's Betty. what happened to Jonah. Now, you preach. know I know my scriptures now. Preach, you Steve wouldn't Betty. know it to listen to me, but I mean, your girl knows the word. I'm just asking. I think mm. we need to ask uh, Michael slash Jonah some more questions. We do, we do. You know what? I think he was trying, it might be like bad lobster season because what's happening is the waters is getting warmer off the coast of America in the Northeast and the mm -hmm. lobster are actually going to Canada. So the lobster populations are dying and you might do whatever you got to do to save your fishery or your business or whatever. Not saying that this is the case. This is just science. So maybe he owed some people some money and maybe, maybe. he get him a workman's comp claim, a claim. He said, I got chewed up by, by, by a whale. 
And it's hard to have tape on that. I'm just saying. Yes, <laughs> Lord, maybe. You got to trust me on this Maybe one. he was somewhere he wasn't supposed to be. Mm. And his wife or his girlfriend mm. was like, where the fuck you been? Yeah, what, what happened? Well, what had happened was. <laughs> well, what had happened was I got swallowed by a whale. <laughs> yeah. all, all y'all brothers that's been stayed out too late at night, the uh, excuse of being chewed up by a whale is off the table. <laughs> uh, that wasn't going never wear for Pookie and them. Mm, a weld and mm, swallow you standing on the corner in your shorts and your Tim, sir. Mm, mm, mm. Yeah. Unbelievable. <laughs> like, you know you can't even swim. Quit lying. <laughs> <laughs> that make me think of James the nigga hating dolphin from Chappelle's show. That was one of the funniest. <laughs> <laughs> You know, you T Fetty, you know about James the Nigga Hating Dolphin, right? I do. I mean, okay, you know, okay. I've seen every single yes, episode of that yes, show. That was hilarious. <laughs> Y'all known him as Flipper. I known him as James the Nigga Hating Dolphin. <laughs> T Fetty, speaking of swimming, there's been a fire a fire at one of the plants that is a major producer of chlorine tablets. For people that have pools at their homes, they're saying there might be a shortage now of the chlorine tablets oh, for the pools. Jesus. And that, um, you know, swimming in the pool might not be, it might be a luxury that a lot of people might not be able to enjoy this summer. So you mean to tell me I can't enjoy my, my rooftop pool? If they got enough chlorine, they should be good to go. I mean, the people can just pull out all the bleach they was hoarding from last year that they didn't know how to use and don't know what to do with. Just pour a little bit of that in there. It'll be fine. There you go. Clorox probably got some don't, yes. play with us. don't play with them like that because people will do that. So let's let's just go over the shortages that we've had so far. Yep. We had a first they're trying to take menthol out of the cigarettes. Yeah. Then there's a chicken shortage. Yeah. Gas, gas shortage. shortage. A gas shortage. And the beef plant got hacked. The beef plant got hacked. And now they're talking about it's a chlorine tablet shortage. Chlorine tablet okay. shortage. Now on the I beef, mean, I saw a commercial. Australia oh is exporting their beef, saying that it's grass-fed and better raised. Australia better keep their own damn beef, and we need to stop shipping our beef over there. Then it'll be a wash. We won't have a beef shortage, and they won't have a beef shortage. Plus, all the money it take to fly them cow parts all the way from Auckland. <laughs> I, uh, uh, I don't wait, wait, wait! Don't don't Australia now got like a, a mouse problem or a little? They do. They're fucking up like, all the crops. Yes, yeah. it's like a horde. Like they said that these mice that can reproduce at six days, they have billions of them, and they have eaten one billion dollars worth of crops in Australia. They well, well let, let me ask you this. If the mice eating all the crops, what is the cows going to eat? You ever think about that? That's why they importing that beef from us. That's crazy. It's ridiculous. When that man, they said that they be in the cars and stuff, and the man went to his car and pulled back his blanket. I almost hit my head when I fell back in my chair because it was like a hundred mice just scurrying. Uh, I was like, wait oh, a minute, was that man. it? Did you send us that today? I think I sent that yesterday. Yeah, when the dude pulled back the blanket, 
I was like, oh, hell no. And you know, they ain't got nothing but the outback out there. What is these Australian snakes and gators doing? <laughs> must be eating these mice. No, it's probably like the birds and the cicadas here. They was probably like just so many. They just get full and it's like, I ain't, I can't eat no more. I mean, what what is a natural predator to mice? Hawks. Snakes, owls, birds. Uh, you know, birds everything, everything to eat meat. Cats. <laughs> I bet you you find you a big dog that'll eat a rat too, or at least kill it, like a bloodhound <laughs> or something. They need to That's pump, why I up, just pump stay that at home. up. I keep telling you I don't mess around with nature. They need to pump that up. Uh, T. Petty, we talked about this last year. Remember the peacocks that was trying to get on the plane? Yes. Oh, okay. They Wait, is might... it emotional support peacocks? No, these these peacocks done gone wild. So Dateline, Pasadena, California. The city isn't being overrun with peacocks, but peacocks is running the streets. So what they saying is, is that these peacocks on certain blocks in the city, they running wild and one, two, three, four o'clock in the morning, when a peacock makes a sound, they said it sounds like a shrieking newborn baby and it's keeping mm -hmm. people awake at night because these dozens and dozens of these peacocks is just running the streets. No, ma'am. No, ma'am. And no, sir. Like, where did this explosion of peacocks come from? You know, if the peacocks couldn't get out, you know, whatever, maybe during the pandemic and if people have two peacocks or whatever and they reproduce and 18 Gross. months later, you got your peacock problem. <laughs> and when the peacocks spread them feathers and all those eyes come out, I'm very like suspicious. Like, <laughs> looking at what? me. I really never seen a peacock's face. Those wow. feathers, when they go with them circles and shit, that freaks me the fuck out. Like I, I mean, just for the record, it's the male peacocks who do that. Okay. They have all the plumage and the feathers. The the female peacocks don't have all that. Okay, well, them dudes need to stop. Them dude peacocks need to stop doing it because that actually, I mean, I know I could take a peacock if I needed to. Could, that, could you? I hope so, but that stops me in the track when they open them feathers up. I feel like they could be kind of vicious. Well, look, uh, I'm going to get the upper hand. and I No, you, you know what you need. What, what, would solve, what would solve all this is just you just get a female peacock. And, and they, they, they'll follow her wherever you wherever you take her wherever you she go they right behind her that's the only thing you got to do because all that plumage like t betty said is all for the female peacock yeah it they is go, they do it all that for the female they I go mean, right to the edge of the nearest riverbank and i'm out see <laughs> you you know already you know what t petty you know where these peacocks came from where nbc ain't they in burbank burbank ain't too far from pasadena you are exhausting. That's where them damn peacocks came from. They need to come and get their damn peacocks, bring them back to New York, because people are going to be having peacock coats and shit by the time. Then <laughs> you had them eyes following you around everywhere. Oh, my God. Oh, wow. I, some people would like that. I bet you that would make a hell of a wrestling uh, uh, robe, like uh, Ric Flair. You know, when he, <laughs> that a wonderful robe, peacock fellas. That'd be great. Um, T. Petty, you get 1800 and 65 points. You want to know why? You predicted why? this. They okay. have unearthed zombie Arctic worms that are coming back to life 
These worms have not been seen for 24,000 years. The ice is melting. Sir, it's Milne Ice Shelf, M-I-L-N-E, <laughs> not MILF Ice Shelf, <laughs> M-I-L-F. But the you, ice you, is you say it your way, I say it my way. <laughs> potato, potato. The ice is breaking up. And the soil underneath is coming too. And these um, Arctic zombie worms, they call them, are coming back to life. This is a disaster. Mm. Like I been saying, quit fucking with these things that have been frozen under the ice for millennia. You wake that shit up and who knows what's going to happen. Something worse than the Rona. Mm -mm. I don't trust it. That sounds like the start of a bad movie. Sir, Arctic zombie worm. I can't even, I'm thinking of gummy worms, but that's good. This is bad. <laughs> Arctic zombie worms have come back to life. Yeah, like why would, okay, why would you even want to wake up a worm? Like what, like what, what kind of scientific, you know, <laughs> benefit does that do for all of humankind? I, I can't think of it, right? There like, isn't one. Yeah. It's like, uh, you said it was 24,000 years, 25,000 years? 24,000 years ago. They started 50 million years ago as inhabitants of fresh water. Then they got frozen with the ice age and whatnot. And now they said they're coming back because the Arctic is thawing out. Wow. Uh, also, was... they are asexual, and you don't need a man and a female worm to reproduce, they can just do it. It's like a do-it-yourself kit to reproduce. Wow! And now, now we were just talking about Australia with the little little mouse problem, right? Now, just think about if we get a worm problem. These, you know, reproducing worms everywhere from twenty-four thousand years ago. That's mm. yeah. That sounds like a disaster waiting to happen. Because all that ice yeah. melts, it's all cyclical. It rains and then it evaporates and then comes down, and all the oceans and seas come together at some point. And we'll be breathing. That's why I drink Fiji, because I'm pretty much guaranteed <laughs> that's not going to be Arctic zombie worms in my Fiji water. So we'll see how this goes. Uh, Drees, Maxim Magazine has named actress, singer, songwriter, choreographer, Tiana Taylor, their sexiest mm -hmm. woman alive. Mm -hmm. The first African-American woman to be named sexiest woman alive. They late to the show, but just curious as to your thoughts. Tiana Taylor the sexiest woman alive. Now, okay, I just want to say this. For if you a grown man still like <laughs> reading Maxim Magazine, that's the only, only reason you pick up Maxim Magazine is for the pictures. <laughs> well. I, like, I, you know, so I, that's one. That's one for me. And so, um, but I I guess this is a is a is an honor, you know, and she's a very accomplished and beautiful sister. So, I don't have anything bad to say. Okay, okay. Uh, T. Petty, Tiana Taylor is the wife of former NBA baller Iman Shepard, and is also she's been named the sexiest woman alive by Maxim Magazine. I mean, she is sexy. Have you seen her? Her body is crazy. She did a video with them two, and I thought they was gonna be naked. I was like, my goodness, they. Good I was like, wow, y'all work out Listen. together. Take all the pictures, be butt ass naked while you are in your 20s and 30s and your body is like everything is high and tight. Like do it, do it. 
uh, I saw I saw the spread. I saw the picture. She looked amazing. So kudos to her. That's what's up. That's what's up. Uh, T. Petty, let's see what we have here. Oh, there is a stripper shortage in New Orleans. You know what? We've been to, we've been to New Orleans to celebrate my birthday. We we know about Bourbon okay. Street, drinks the whole nine yards. They are okay. Well, I'm gonna stop you. That, that don't make no sense. You said there is a, I just want to make sure I heard this right. You said it was a shipping shortage. No, no, not a shipping shortage. I'm just trying to make sure. <laughs> I ain't even hear what you just said. There's a there's a stripper shortage during the pandemic. St as an stripper. S K R I P P E R. A lot of young ladies have gone back to school. That's what they, I thought of her. I just want to make sure it wasn't me. Just or they've enrolled in other oh, job yes. trainings and job uh, programs and other jobs and just gotten different jobs during the pandemic. So there's a stripper shortage and some establishments are offering strippers as much as a $1,000 sign-on bonus. Is that for me? Yes. I, I, oh. <laughs> I, I just thought that y'all was just debating, you know, the, I mean, the bonus. Listen, the young ladies have found something better to do with themselves. So dudes, y'all just going to have to find something else to do. You strip club aficionados, y'all going to have to make do with the girls that's left. You're going to have to wait for the new batch to make their way in. But either way it goes, kudos to y- those young ladies. Maybe they maybe they moved on to OnlyFans, making more money with less work. Cause those strippers be doing some crazy shit. Could be. That's right. We talked about that young lady in Ohio that broke a tooth when she fell 15 feet she off the top. She broke her rope. damn jaw, didn't she? Her jaw, that's <laughs> the right. Top yeah. rope. She broke her jaw. The, the hip of a stripper. She broke her jaw and uh finished her routine before she yeah. got rushed to the hospital. Drees. You know, I- $1,000 sign-on bonus for strippers in New Orleans. I, I think this stripper shortage is good for everybody, right? I'm, 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 I'm going to tell you Where how, right? Going with this? One, okay, naturally, there is a shortage, right? Because if ain't as many customers going to places where people strip, right, is folks aren't strip clubs. making a Yeah, strip clubs. <laughs> Wherever you, wherever places you might where call people it. strip. It means strip clubs. <laughs> it could be other places. Oh, no, G-Man, it could be other places, too. <laughs> <laughs> and so okay. it's not as many okay. people Okay, you're going to pretend like you don't know what those places no, are. No, no, right. I, I know what they are, but, like, right. you know, I'm, I, I advocate, you know, you can strip in places outside of strip clubs. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, okay. I, I'm saying, like, if you don't have customers going there, right, then it's not going to be a ton of folks there, you know, stripping. So, so I understand that. But it also works for the folks who are still stripping, right, because it's supply and demand. Mm. If there's a low... Su- supply of strippers, then that means the demand is high, so you should be getting more money. So those folks who stayed in our profession, they should be getting paid a little bit more. You know, right? They should have seen a raise. They should have seen seen their um, profits go up. So that's good that there's a shortage, and then hopefully those other folks who were doing that, they found something else to do in the economy, and they're okay. So maybe this work, works out for everybody. Now, y'all know it ain't no retirement age for strippers, so it's going to be a whole lot of strippers coming out of retirement to come and get this money. Monica. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, sometimes, like, you, you can't, like like T. Petty said, when you was young and everything was high and tight, you might mm-hmm. be able to command, a, you know, whatever. Now it might be a little different. You can write hey. off implants as a dancer, though, on your taxes, so... Hey, hey, hey. Boom, boom, it, it, it's, it's, that's legit. Listen. Man. 
All I want is for these young ladies to make their money however they want to, as long as they are participating in the business uh, voluntarily. Get your coins, ladies. That's and branch out. Diversify. Diversify your bonds, nigga. Okay. Get all, right. get all the cash. Only fans, stripping, like whatever. Do it all. I bought this house straight cash. Straight cash. Yeah, straight cash. But, but, but no. Hide your money, look. y'all. It's poor people around. Put <laughs> <laughs> your broke asses. <laughs> look, I, w- I want to know who officially called a shortage. Was like, was there like a a, um, yes, a council a of like strip club owners? Was it like was an association of of, um, of private dancers? Like who called the shortage? So you know, I don't know how this goes, but this is how I think it goes. Just like uh-huh. you have any other business persons association, y'all get together and talk about the market forces. Especially if you got a cluster of businesses all together, like you okay, might have market on, forces, like you might have on Bourbon <laughs> Street, and they say, man. We got a lot of customers, but we ain't got enough girls. These girls is working two, three shifts a day, blah, 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 you know, and um, we need more customers. And they put the word out, What's the, what should the bonus be, uh, David? And they say $1,000 to get us some new girls. Like, ma'am, they put the word out and we'll see how this goes. So, you know, it ain't going to be but a minute because, um, um, yeah, once they put the $1,000 signing bonus, uh, I won't say that I would do it, but I know some people that might. So, you know, male and female strippers, go up there, get that money. Like you said, do y'all thing. T-Petty, you talked uh, wait, about- Wait, wait. wait ahead, I, will, I will say say one thing, all jokes aside, like uh, that profession is very, uh, it can be very dangerous for, for women. Um, like Absolutely. the uh, number of like sexual assaults that happen um, um, there that, that go unreported and, and unprosecuted. And also um, definitely around the, um, what they earn and the wages around that. Um, they, they don't control or set the rates. Um, you know, the club owners do that. So it, and, and there are professional associations that are fighting to make sure like women um, that are in that profession actually get treated fair and equitably. I know we joke about it a lot, but it, it is something that's serious too. So I just wanna, wanna throw that out there. Absolutely. I think that they fall under the umbrella of what folks would call uh, sex workers. So they're not actively selling intercourse or uh, entanglements or what have you, but they do fall under that umbrella. So if uh, a young lady or a young man chooses to get involved in that industry, we just, you know, you know, make sure that you know what your rights are in any situation and look for a sex worker advocate that might be in your area that can help you in terms of any questions that you might have. That's a very yep. good point. Sex work is work. Absolutely. Uh, T. Petty, you talked about coins. Dries, I'm going to kick it over to you. This world is getting more and more petty. A man in Virginia made his last child support payment for his 18-year-old daughter. That motherfucker. Rented a U-Haul, dumped $800 worth of pennies in the street. Um, He just was real petty with the last payment to his baby mama and his daughter. His daughter and, um, you know, his uh, baby mama was not very happy about it. First, I detest that term. I, well, I don't know if it's his ex-wife she or not. She was his ex-wife, and I even if she wasn't, okay. she's the mother of his child, not a baby mama. I hate right. that fucking term. All right, let's okay. back that up. Ran over. His child, mother of his child and his daughter, they made the best of a good situation. They took the $800 worth of pennies that was dumped in the street in front of the house, bagged them up, and donated them to a battered women's and transitional housing uh, for women 
um, establishment uh, for them to, to do some good as far as that um, organization is concerned. But you've been making the payments for 18 years and you make the last payment of pennies. That's, um, that's just, that's childish. That's childish. Yeah, that, that, that is pretty childish. Like, I, and this is, this is the first story we heard about someone making payments in coins and pennies, right? I think somebody who got their last, um, you know, paycheck from an employer in pennies, but dumped in motor oil, right? So that that is just like super petty on on so many levels. And I don't care kind of like what you went through or what you experienced, like, you know, just like, let it be done, let it be done. But I do want to point out like one song that I've been listening to. You know, I love like the, the old school songs that, you know, the brothers be singing, and but they be singing about real stuff. Like they be singing about child support and all that. Yeah. So I'm going I'm to hip you out to this one song. It's called Last Paycheck by Big G. So y'all need to go check out that song. Last Paycheck by Big G. It's about him making his last child support payment. So, it's, it, you know, it, it's, 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 it's something. Y'all need to listen to it. Is last it, Paycheck by it's Big something. G. Yes, it's it's something. I'm I'm gonna just say that it's something. It sounds like it's bullshit, <laughs> but okay. T. Patty, the Penny Bandit strikes again. This guy making his last child support payment in pennies and dumped them in front of the house. So I actually saw this video. That raggedy motherfucker. Listen, you at some point laid down with this woman voluntarily. You had a baby with this woman. So regardless of what your relationship is with her, whatever, the point is him doing that was hurtful to his child. He just dumped that shit. They said they didn't even know who he was until he yelled out, this your last child support payment. Damn, fuck you. Oh, wow. You 100% bitch made. Like, I don't have any respect for any parent who does things that are deliberately hurtful to their children. So actually, he can fuck himself because that was some bullshit. Mm -hmm. But kudos to that young lady um, for making the decision to donate that $800, which I'm sure she could have used. She's a senior in high school. We all know about those expenses potentially Mm -hmm. going off to college. We all know about that expense. Um, but I guess she was like, well, fuck him and this little $800. I don't even want to be bothered with it and, and gave it away to, uh, donated it to, I can't remember the organization, but kudos to her and fuck him for being a petty bitch. Absolutely. No, that was a a great example. And, um, to rub his face in a little bit and say, I don't need your money like that. And to donate that, that, uh, spoke volumes. The other thing is, is that uh, that young lady may uh, grow up and decide to become married. Uh, she is a pretty good example of the type of person that she does not want to get you got into that right. with if she ever, if she ever wants uh, to get married. So um, that's that and, and that's that. Um, T. Petty, the daughters of the late great Jam Master Jay and the late great Biggie Smalls, mm-hmm. they have opened a pizza shop, a pizzeria in mm-hmm. Los Angeles called Juicy Pizza. They out here getting that money and yeah, like uh, that. showing off their entrepreneurial skills. Juicy. Good pizza. for them. Yes, yes, sir. Yes, ma'am. Yeah, absolutely. Good for them. You know, you don't really hear too much about either of uh, either of those girls, but um, th- good for them. 
doing something Absolutely. positive, making money, um, legitimately running their own business. So kudos, young lady. Let's see, how old is Biggie's daughter? She must be in her I, early twenties. I think they're both. I think they maybe they're in their late twenties or their early thirties. I'm not. I'm not. I can't put the, my finger on the story right now. But yeah, they grown women getting their business on. You got to have your business plan. Know what you do. Know what you're doing. And they have opened up their pizzeria, Dries, Juicy Pizza in Los Angeles. Oh, I, I think this is is brilliant. I'm I'm glad they kind of uh, they got together. Wanted to support each other, right? Because like. That's the other thing, right? They they both went through this traumatic experience, right? And and kind of losing their fathers. And they were these, you know, public figures that folks kind of knew. And, you know, we, we talk about it all the time and experience, but like, you know, thinking about the families and the loved ones that actually, you know, have to experience that and live with it every single day. So I'm glad they, they kind of found each other and can not only support each other, but kind of come together and, and work together and start a business. Um, that's that's just amazing. That's a wonderful story. I love to hear stories like that. Absolutely. Now that's two young ladies on the up and up and on the up. Their uh, star is rising as far as their business and business model is concerned. You know whose business model ain't rising? The Girl Scouts. They have a surplus of more than a million boxes of cookies because they couldn't gather. You know, a social distancing in the whole right. nine yard to sell their cookies hmm. during their normal. No, it, 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 yeah, that was like, they couldn't um, sell them at work, couldn't get their parents to sell them right. to, to the yes. people at work because nobody was going into the office. Or That's like sit out is. in front of grocery stores like they would yes. normally do. Well, yeah, I'm sure now that things have reopened, they can just sell those cookies. Yeah, right? so they, they have more than a million boxes of surplus. You can't sell no cookies like that no more. The coronavirus still floating around. They sit on them cookie boxes. <laughs> have you seen these people in these streets? <laughs> Clearly coronavirus is going away because they out here. So all no. these babies got to do is come set up outside in that stadium. They go, all they got to do is get them a table with some plexiglass. You stay on your side of the plexiglass, cut your hole out to slide that cash money in there. And I give you these cookies and you're good to go. But they got a million extra boxes. They have even, you can even get Girl Scout cookies now on the little delivery service. Uh, not the buggy app, but like the one that drive it to your house. I, think oh, it's I didn't like a, know that. I think it's maybe like a three or five box minimum, but you can go ahead. Yeah put it in the cart, they'll drive it over, you go down and get your cookies, and you're good to go. See, they shouldn't have no, told no, me that. The, 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 girl, the Girl Scouts need to form some deal around this vaccine. If you get the vaccine, you get a free box of Girl Scout cookies, and they get these, um, you know, the government to buy like, you know, a trillion boxes oh of Girl God. Scout cookies to give away. That's what they need to do. I think now that things have opened up, they'll just be able to sell them, like they always do. They're worse than crack dealers. Yeah, yeah. Well, we'll see how that goes. But man, see, they shouldn't have told me this about this delivery app because your boy is good for <laughs> a couple boxes of Thin Mints and some Samoas and the uh, the shortbreads. Man, you you crackle up them uh, Thin Mints and some vanilla ice cream and you got yourself a treat. I need to be staying away from stuff. Like that. <laughs> that sounds good. That's that's uh, that's crazy. Um, T. Petty, these burritos continue to get a bad name. Remember, uh, Meth Man had the uh, burrito at the Houston airport and blamed it, the breakfast burrito on the people that made the burrito. Now- They had the meth, meth stuck inside of it. <laughs> yeah, they had the black meth packs in the burrito. Now this Olympic runner has been um, punished for four years. She can't compete 
Uh, she can't run competitively at the Olympic level. She was going to be in the Olympics because she said she ate a pork burrito that was tainted and it made her test positive or appear as if she had taken some performance enhancing drugs. No problems ever. With, yeah, no problems with any tests beforehand. Nothing, you know, like they can even see like if there's a little level and then if it increases or de decreases, if you try and mask the test, she went from zero to like a hundred. And she said, the only thing she could think of is that about three or four days before they took that test, she had a pork burrito and the pork burrito that the pork was tainted. That, that made me think about what they may or may not be putting in this pork, but she failed the test. She can't run in the Olympics and she's been punished and banned from competitive running at that Olympic level for four years. Wow. From eating a pork, from eating pork. Well, yeah, you know, pork got all kind of stuff in it, man. You just never know delicious. what's in this pork. And, yeah, uh, and you know, but that, that does sound a little suspect. I, I would be looking at competitors. I'm like, did somebody put something in her pork burrito to make her test positive? That well, could have happened too. Pork burrito doesn't sound good, but yeah, that mm, either that or she did it. Ain't clean. Either that or she did it. Clean with that. No, that's where my mind went. She trying to hook a sham somebody, but you know I'm naturally uh, suspicious. Oh, yeah, yeah. Damn, that's too yeah. bad though. So banned for four years. You know that the window where you are an elite athlete and you can compete in the Olympics is very small. So she might be outside her window in four years. Correct. Yeah, I mean unless Fucked you Michael Spitz or Usain Bolt, that's about it. That uh, had that large window, but yeah, four years is a long time, and you know it's really. Um, you lose a year too, you know, because of uh, last year, what you being able to competitively run. So we'll check that story as the Olympics go through and, and see what's up with that. Two more quick hitters, y'all. Um, let's see here. They said uh, the thing that came up on Twitter, would you be able to be Robinson Caruso for two months for $2 million? No internet, no electronic, no social media, no telephone, no computer. Nothing, nothing electronic um, in terms of uh, internet service and associated social media, telephone, communication, et cetera, for two months, for $2 million. Could you do that, T. Petty? Yes. All I need is books. Okay. Drees. All right. It, it depends on what else you got in, the, in that place, right? I, I watched this um, show on, um, on one of the streaming um, kind of, you know, platforms. Um, it's actually called Alone, where people go out into the woods. They ain't got no food, nothing. They got to survive. And some people last five days, 10 days, you know, maybe maybe 20. And, you know, they're trying to get to 100. But it it depends on what you got. Now, if you got all the other creature comforts except access to electronic communication, it all depends. It's, are you going to be close by your loved ones? Can you write them letters? Can they write you letters? So it all depends. All they said was you didn't have access to electronic stuff. Yeah, no. So, yeah, that's that's what I nothing. that's what I mean. Yeah. Like you know, electronics yeah. not having access to electronics, you can do that. It it but the thing that electronics give you, it connects you to to the rest of your world. So if you're able to take the world with you and be on that island or whatever, then it don't matter because you don't need electronics to connect you. But if it disconnect, okay. if they disconnect you from everything, and you say you can't talk to your mama, your kids, nobody, 
nothing. You can't find out information. Then it, it's different. It, it depends on how much they're going to take away from you. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, peace and quiet for two months. I could do that. Yeah. yeah or I just a smooth do. two mil. Sure. I do a lot up. of lot of walking and um, just uh, discovering. Yeah, I'll be working out and reading. I will come back full of knowledge and all, and my six pack will be back. I I, I think I go I go crazy. Like I I, I like that's because you're an ex. That's because you're an extrovert. No 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 no. It's not that. It's just like I don't want to be alone uh, with myself for that long. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm like, I'm like, you're an I'm extrovert. Like, <laughs> That's what I just no, said. No, not not that I de- I designed to be around other people. That's not it. I just don't want to be alone with my own thoughts. Because <laughs> I like, I might just go crazy. That's like, mm, you not being about- around other people is being alone. <laughs> what is wrong? I know. I don't, I don't want to be alone with my thoughts, T. Patty. You can just thoughts. write your book, though, bro, your parenting book or whatever, and then you come out. That's, you that's get more thoughts. Okay, okay. did he that's, just that's, tell that's that he, he put an electric heater in the swimming pool? I don't think he wouldn't need to that's write That's what I'm saying. No I, 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 I would be trying out everything <laughs> that come to my mind, and I don't think I would survive <laughs> that two months. <laughs> like, I need the distraction to keep me from from following the thoughts that pop into my head. I could do it. $2 million is a lot of money. That's easy. All, that's all easy. Stuff. Two yeah. months, that's nothing. Yeah. yeah. Now, two years, up. that's a different story. But two months, I think I could two do it. Two months is easy. I think I could do it. Finally, this last thing that came up on uh, Twitter, y'all, They, I'm not going to say what I think it is because I don't want to take the jury pool. Who belongs on the, on the Mount Rushmore of Atlanta hip hop? Only four. Who belongs on the Mount Rushmore of well, two is outcast. So two is outcast. So that's yeah, that's half outcast. gone right there. That's okay. half the mountain right there. T Petty, so you agree with that? Two. Yeah, outcast. Okay. Okay. First who are the other comes to mind. Okay, who are the other two? And, and you better not say T I. I'm sorry. I he wasn't can't, going can't, to say he cannot he, make it. He cannot no, make he it. He cannot. He's a mad problematic. And also him up next to Outcast, like that's actively offensive. Oh hmm. uh, wait, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna say this. I'm gonna say this. Goody Mob. This, this is, yeah, but I was gonna say CeeLo. Goody Mob, you gotta take all. Okay, CeeLo is also C-Lo. problematic. Yeah. Can I chime in with one? Okay, go. Who? L- Ludacris. Luda, yeah. Yeah, Luda, Luda yeah, because Luda did put like uh Welcome to Atlanta. He put it on the map. He well he didn't put it on the map, but he helped to to kind of yeah. I solidify mean you, that. you can't talk about Atlanta yeah, hip hop without Luda. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's true. So you got Luda and then Outcast. It's one more. Well, it's Outcast one or two. That's two. two. Outcast that's is two. two. So we got okay. I mean, I'm just Big okay. Boy, Andre three thousand, and Luda. Who's the fourth? Wait, Jermaine Dupri, you gotta put him on there. He ain't I, no rapper. He a I, producer. He a producer though, but you right. He a producer, but he is like, come on, man. All the people he produced, or either you got you got to go with um, a female like the brat, or somebody that came through there, right? Yeah, that's hard. The fourth, the fourth. I don't, I don't know who the fourth would be. I mean, I mean, I feel like. We must have some representation from the women. Yes. And the brat would be the logical choice. Okay. Okay. Now people was upset because Gucci Mane wasn't on there. 
Oh, and come young, on. Young Her. Jeezy and some other folks. <laughs> Jeezy um, always just, sound like he got but, but if you notice, we, we, we pull from the golden era of hip hop, right? Yeah, like the don't. golden era of like, so where we stayed in there. Now, yeah, yeah the, the history of hip hop is like much longer now, but we were pulling from the golden era. Yeah, you know, like, not, you know, those dudes don't come to mind for me because I'm not their demographic, really. Although, you know, I enjoy, you know, some trap music here and there. But when I'm thinking about hip hop, I'm thinking about more classic stuff like can you compare Outkast? Come on now. They're incomparable. Like you can't, to me, those are two different classes of people. Yeah. But that's just me. Does two chains get on that get on that Mount Rushmore? Titty boy. No, no. I, I, I like two chains, <laughs> but like no. Mm-mm. Titty boy is not getting on there. When I die, bury me inside the Louis store. When I die, bury me inside the Gucci <laughs> store. <laughs> I mean, as iconic as those lyrics it. are. Look back at it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if y'all have any suggestions on who your fourth would be, since we've already clearly established the third and perhaps the fourth, hit us up, thedigitalgumbo at gmail.com, thedigitalgumbo at gmail.com. We about to get out of here. This is the 10th after party, y'all. We did it. Wait, wait, wait. I got, I got something to say. Okay, yes, ma'am. I got Go ahead. Yes. One... Tupac would have been 50 years old today. Wow, rest in peace, Tupac. Oh, wow. Man. Who started out in Baltimore. Time. His first yep. rap name yep. was in, DJ in Baltimore. Yeah. Yep. Went to school with Jada Pinkett Smith. Wow, that's yes. that's crazy. Dance Two superstars like that. Yep. Um, as well. And the United States has passed a very sobering milestone. Over 600,000 people dead from the Rona. That's crazy. That's As like there's like a hundred thousand people that can fit in the Rose Bowl, and you fit that six, you multiply that six times, fill it up six times. That's how many yep. people die from the coronavirus. Shit's Very crazy. sad. Very sad. Uh, look, young people, don't uh, go too crazy too quickly because they saying y'all's the next target demographic group, especially the teenagers and stuff, where where the mm-hmm. young people gather because you necessarily wasn't the target demographic group for the. Um, for the vaccine, vaccine. so yeah. just watch it back, please. I know everybody is summertime. You're gonna do what you can do, what you're gonna do, but you know, just uh, play it safe as much as you can. And um, you guys are gonna be next in line to to get these vaccines. So I hope that uh, six hundred thousand. Hope we don't get to seven hundred thousand. Hope we don't get to six hundred one thousand. To be perfectly honest, but you know, we're gonna continue to to monitor all that. So. All right, as I said before, we I want to t- end it on a positive note. 10 after parties, T. Petty and Dreese Elbow. Ten. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, hey, nine, 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 ten. ten. That's what's up. Right. So we're going to continue to drop the uh, after parties and the main pod through the summer. We'll be here and there. You know, we're trying to get back and we'll be vacation as well. But we want to say thank you for listening and, and riding with us again. Uh, you guys make us pop up those uh, Apple Improv podcast charts. And we definitely, definitely appreciate it. So remember, download, subscribe, rate, and review today. Download, subscribe, rate, and review today. Instagram, at The Digital Gumbo. Twitter, at The Digital Gumbo. We're on YouTube, YouTube channel. We're on IGTV. And where else are we? We're everywhere. We're on all the podcast platforms. Download, subscribe, rate, and review today. 
download, subscribe, rate, and review today. And thank you to our brother, producer E, for putting our shows together.